Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Welcome, everyone. We're going to be talking about how to turn your book into a product, and our guest today is Ellen Finkelstein. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Great. How are you? Doing fine, thanks. Uh, Ellen, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, and then we'll dive into our interview. I started out first editing books, doing technical editing, and then writing books, the ones that you see behind me. They were very technical. These are for Wiley and McGraw-Hill on AutoCAD and PowerPoint. And then after a while, I started writing my own books and publishing them on my website. So just selling PDFs of eBooks on my website. And then more recently, I've published some books on Amazon, but I actually have gotten my best results selling my books to my own list off of my website. I know that's a little off the usual advice people get, but that's what has worked best for me. And so I have a long history, that top book you see on the top shelf, I forget that they can't see it. But anyway, (laughs) the book on the top shelf in my office uh, is uh, ended up being 1200 pages on AutoCAD, which is a a computerized drafting program. And it went into 17 editions because each year they upgrade the program. We had to upgrade the book each year. And so that was like a big project in my life. It's over kind of thank God, I think, because it was just took over, you know, three months of my life every, every year. But uh, so that's how I started writing technical books and then moved to Amazon. And I started my online business, writing about AutoCAD and blogging about that and about PowerPoint. And then because I did so much online marketing, I started another website, changetheworldmarketing.com, which was more about just creating products. And so today I wanted to speak about how you can take a book not a book that you write for a major publisher because usually they own the, the copyright, but something where you own your own copyright and turn it into a product or a course that can help more people or help people in a different way, reach people in a different way, maybe give them sort of time to work things out on their own. And then maybe eventually that could be turned into coaching or whatever it might, you know, whatever your, your business model might be. Perfect. So you gave us the reasons why we need to uh, uh, turn our books into products. Uh, Tell us, is this an easy process? Is this difficult? Is this something we can do ourselves or do we have to hire someone to create a course for us? I think it's pretty easy. And I think you'll get some advice from people, especially people who want to sell you programs, (laughs) that it has to be done in a certain way or someone like that. But I've always chosen a fairly simple way of doing it. I think if you can write a book, you can write a course. It's really, it's, my books were, were very, because they were technical books, they were step-by-step books. You know, this is what you do to do this. This is what you do to do this. And so that kind of book where you're giving people specific practical advice is very easy to turn into an online course or product. And 
you you obviously have to break it up into if you're doing it as a course you know people getting a little piece at a time you have to break it up into logical pieces one by one but you've done that when you created your table of contents for writing your book i always say that's pretty much besides figuring out in advance what your goal is and who your target market is and all of that the next step is to create a table of contents or an outline and so once you have that that outline can be used to create a course pretty easily. There are technical issues about selling a course. You can do it on your website, which is how I do it, which I think is pretty easy. You can use an online platform like Udemy or Teachable or Thinkific. There are a whole bunch of them. Uh, Or you could use a learning management system like Moodle, for example, which is something that a lot of governments and 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 uh, universities use. So there are a lot of different options, but I've just always done it simply on my website. Okay, great. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, third-party places that sell courses. I'm wondering, is that a good deal or not? I know that LinkedIn has courses that they sell and Udemy and uh, zillions of others. Do, do people really make money on those or is that more of a marketing tool? So it, it can go either way. I know people who, for example, Udemy is probably the most common example because it's very easy to get on there. Whereas LinkedIn, it's kind of hard for them to, to get accepted as, 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 a, as a teacher, I think. Uh, so I know people who've tried really hard and not done very well with it. But I also know someone who makes 10000 a month off on Udemy. So there are a lot, it, it depends. The problem with Udemy that some, makes some people don't like it for that reason is that they'll put up sales. You know, they'll, they'll do like a site-wide sale, wide sale. So you don't always have control over the price that you're getting. And of course they take a percentage of it. And so you have less control over how much you make. One of the reasons I like selling off of my own website is I control the price and all I have to do is pay something to you know, PayPal or Stripe for, for the processing of the credit card. But the advantage of Udemy is like the advantage of putting a book on Amazon, actually, that it's a marketplace where people go. And so it, it gives you traffic. Now, I've always developed my own traffic on my website by blogging and building a, a list. So I didn't feel like I really needed I already had a list of people who were interested in the topic, and that was going to work better than putting it on a, a platform where there were people who were interested in a whole bunch of things. I just felt that wasn't going to work as well for me, but it can work both ways. Okay. What are some mistakes that you see people make when they turn their book into a course? So I think being getting overly crazy about the technology and worrying about that too much and not keeping it simple. Uh, I think that that's one mistake that people make. I think not thinking in terms, you just always have to put yourself in the shoes of the course taker and what's going to be most valuable for them. And the third thing is I personally feel that while, you know, when you write a book, a person reads it and you're not involved in the person reading it. You're, it's hands off from your point of view, but you are going to get the best results if you uh, have an, a free offer in the book and you try to cr- and create some, use it to build your list and to create some interaction and then maybe to do some kind of upsell. And so the same thing is true of a course. You want people to 
maintain some type of interaction with you. So you can automate the sending out of emails, for example, saying, how are you doing? Send me an email, you know, something like that. And that's assuming it's not a live course, that it's a course that people do self-study. You can also do live courses where you're doing it in real time. It's called synchronous learning. So you can get on Zoom, for example, and teach a course live. Hmm. Yeah, I just did that a few weeks ago, and I'm turning that into a product. So it can work quite easily. Yes. Yes. So that's, Dan, I'm glad you mentioned that because you can teach a live course and record it and then turn that into a self-study product. I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, You know, when someone writes a book, do they think that they have to put the entire book and turn the entire book into a course or could they take selected segments of it and make many courses from it from one book? I think you can do it either way. And you want to figure out how you know, if you're doing a, a big book with a lot of stuff in it, you don't want to, first of all, one of the nice things about it is that you can charge a lot more for a course than you can for a book. So that's one thing. But you don't want to, you know, you might feel like the course is worth several thousand dollars for somebody, and that might be a, a big job for you to sell. So you can break it up, but it just has to be in each piece that you do has to give people some type of transformation, some some type of result. So again, you have to think in terms of your audience. A great thing to do is to ask people what they need and start there. And you can start with a small piece of it and then upsell to something that's bigger. Hmm, good idea. You know, I'm wondering, you know, people have such short attention spans these days. Are there, is there a recommended length that you would have for a course, either number of episodes or total watch time? Because uh, the dirty, uh, the dirty trick, the dirty trick was so the dirty saying in, uh, in book publishing is that no one finishes a book or that very few people finish a book or some really small percentage of people finish books. I'm guessing the same thing is true with courses, but as authors and as thought leaders, we want people to consume and get that transformation. What do you think would be the ideal amount of time that today's crazy, busy business executive person would want to spend with a course? So there are two pieces to that. One is the total length of the course, and one is the length of each episode, each piece of it. So a big trend in online learning now is is called micro-learning or just-in-time learning. And so that means that, let's say you have something that might be considered a chapter in a book, and it would be a, a module or a lesson in a course, but you can nevertheless break that up into much smaller pieces. So if you're creating videos, for example, and you feel like the whole that whole section is going to be half an hour, you could break that up into a three 10-minute pieces, and people are much more likely to watch those smaller pieces. And then you can give them some homework and they can do that and then say, come back for the next step. And so it, it creates a kind of serial, serial, like, like a TV serial or something like that. I was saying this morning, and of course I was giving that Charles Dickens published all of his books as serials in, in newspapers and people wanted to get the next newspaper to find out what happened next. So you, you can do definitely, it's a good idea to break things down into small pieces In terms of how long the total course should be, again, it's what's necessary to get the desired result. And if people really want the desired result, then hopefully they'll finish the course. Again, remember I mentioned about having some kind of interaction with you. 
And so if you can do that, you know, offer them, let's say, the opportunity to email as they're going you as they're going through the course, which sounds scary, but most people don't take advantage of it. But if they can do that and you can have some interactivity, you can keep on keep the enthusiasm up for 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 finishing it. Mm-hmm. And you could send out automated emails, in fact, telling people about the results that other people got who did finish it. <laughs> so motivation. As a marketing expert, I'm wondering how you would upsell someone from a course to say the next step up, which would be, say, coaching or consulting. What advice would you have to use the course, not so that you're overly aggressively selling, but are there any subtle ideas that you have to help that whole process? So in general, people, especially if you have something of a high-end course and you're talking about busy executives, they might want to start by just learning a little bit about the topic. But at the end, it's very likely that they want someone to help them out with it. You know, they don't want to do it all on their own. You don't want to assume that everybody is a a bootstrapper and wants to do everything on their own. Again, depending on the topic of your book, maybe there's some technical issues or whatever it is, or, or just they might need help with it. And so you can always be saying, if you would like my one-on-one help with this, I'm available, you know, contact me or, you know, here's a sales page type of thing. And the other thing that you can do is depending on how your course goes, you can tell people, you, you can have people create like the framework of something. So if I was teaching a course on creating a book, I might start with creating your table of contents and your marketing materials. And so they've created the found the skeleton of a book. And then I might say, now, if you want my help implementing this and getting this done, I'm available for one-on-one. Okay. So it's not pushy at all. People no, really it's want not. To work with you because they, they need the extra help and they want guidance. That's great. Ellen, thank you so much for being with us today. Tell us who is your ideal client and how can they get in touch with you? My ideal client is people who have expertise. They're experts. And so they got the expertise, maybe working in corporate America, maybe they're a consultant or a coach, but they're experts on something. And they want to turn that, take that knowledge and help as many people as possible. So a book is one way of doing it, but I'm not a book coach, but I do help people create online products and courses from their knowledge and turn that into a more passive income stream so that that people can do it on their own. And that can be part of a funnel, as we just talked about, where people go, you know, maybe the high end is one-on-one coaching, but maybe they don't even want to do that. Maybe they just want to reach as many people as possible and help as many people as possible, but they can't do it one-on-one because that's so limiting of your time. And so the online product or online course business model is really powerful for getting your knowledge out to the world and helping as many people as possible. They can get in touch with me uh, at changetheworldmarketing.com. And I have a, a specific thing that I wanted to, a specific thing that I wanted to uh, offer, uh, which, which was a, a, a product creation worksheet. And so what this worksheet does is it helps, it, it just gives you all the steps for creating a product. And so 
It's called Product Planning Worksheet, and it's at changethewordmarketing.com slash product hyphen planning hyphen worksheet. Great. Thank you for being with us today, Ellen. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.